This is the Polgoff Audio Experience. Whether you call yourself a PT, a physical therapist, or a physiotherapist, and wherever you're listening to this right now, this is for you. It is me revealing everything I can to help make you a more successful business owner. Thanks for listening. It means the absolute world to me. All right, everybody, this is Paul Goff. Welcome to another episode of the Paul Goff Podcast and Audio Experience. Thanks again for listening. We uh, we love you and we um, just appreciate you being there and listening to um, me ramble through however many hundreds and hundreds of podcasts over the last however many years. But it's been... Um, it's been a, a wonderful addition to the community, if you like. The podcast has brought so many people together, and um, it's often the place that the relationship with so many of you um, has begun. So um, so long may it continue, anyway. Long may the podcast continue. So um, today, um, I've got I've got lots of uh, good stuff to share with you today, as always. And um, this will be a, a an equally fun podcast, but also at the same time, I think it's going to be a hard-hitting podcast podcast we're going to uh, definitely strike at the heart of a few people's kind of thought processes right now and uh, just generally where you know where you think you are and you know where you are in business what i'd also say is that we're probably leaning this podcast towards uh insurance based businesses people who are just kind of heavy entrenched in um insurance work um although that said there is going to be some great insights and lessons for you whatever type of business you run so um you will be able to find yourself in this podcast there is absolutely no doubt about it so um a couple of things as you know big event is coming up ppm live is happening um it's it's real at 19 through 22 we made the massive announcement that it's marcus lamonis which has sent things into overdrive we've had people ringing up uh, confirming that their seats are booked and that they're all right and uh, now we've got people asking if their partners can come and um their husband or wife is a fan of marcus they've watched him on the telly or they've been in his store in camping world and they've bought stuff from him um the number of people who are um, coming because of marcus is uh, incredible so we've definitely had the marcus effect as we call it in our office last year we had the damon effect um but i think the marcus effect may have just may have just eclipsed it this year so check it out ppmlive23.com um and this podcast today is inspired by the thinking that i've been doing around the event and i just thought i'd share with you this right i just think it's cool i'm, I'm going to really get into your head a little bit about where you might be in your business so at ppm what i'm going to do is i'm going to do a panel right and i'm going to have picture this scene we've got 300 people in a room We've got a big kick-ass stage, and it is kick-ass, by the way. It's it's better this year. I've upgraded the stage, uh, spent a few more uh, dollars, um, thousands probably, on it um, to make it look really kick-ass. So we're going to have four people on the stage, and I thought it would be really cool because I think there's four phases of your in as a business owner. And I'm going to call it the progress panel, right? The progress panel. Um, it could be the transition panel, um, but I suspect that 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 you know we we might be getting into kind of political territories if we call it the transition panel. So, um, just what I thought would be kind of cool to keep some of this politically correct, we'll call it the progress panel instead of the transition panel. Right? We're going to be the the progress panel, um, even though there are people transitioning from insurance to cash. I think it's just fair and kind of politically correct and just avoids me kind of getting into any trouble. Um, we will have people from kind of, you know, every political spectrum at my events and everybody's welcome. Um, even if you don't have an opinion on politics, you're, you're welcome as well. Um, it's going to be the progress panel. And 
I think, as I think about the session that I'm going to do on this, what would be really cool is to get four people at four different phases of the transition or four different phases of their progress towards transitioning, if you like, out of insurance and get them to talk about it. And I think there are four distinct phases that you're in, right? And you're ready? I wonder which one you are. You are either number one, frightened to death about making the change, avoiding the day for as long as you possibly can. Right? That's I'm gonna bring it I've got lots of business owners in that exact predicament right now, and I'm gonna put at least one person in that category, right? Up on stage. And number two, the second type of practice owner. Faced up to it and ready to go. I'm going to call it the faced up to it and ready to go now. This was inspired by a lady in my CEO mastermind group. I mentioned this on a call a couple of podcasts ago. I'm, I'm very much real time of how I think and you know what happens to me. And this lady came in and she said, Paul, I came and did your financial skills day last year. And she said, I remember thinking at the time, this doesn't work. And I remember when you said, if it doesn't work on paper, it doesn't work in reality, right? And what that means is if you run the budget and you plug in all of your visits and you multiply that by your average reimbursement and then you work out what you have to pay your PTs and your staff and your rent and your rates and your overheads. And if it doesn't work, that even if all of the staff are fully utilized, that you're not making the money you want, it does not matter how hard you work, it will not work in reality. If it doesn't work on paper, it doesn't work in reality because on paper, what you find is it's best case scenario. So when I plug all them numbers in, that's my best case of getting 100 visits a week off that person, 100 off that one, and 100 off that one. Now we know that never happens. And it's also my best guess for expenses. Now I've been in business for nearly 20 years now and I've never had a year where my expenses haven't gone up or haven't been more than I anticipated. It's just the way it works. So that's what I mean by it doesn't work on paper. So option two or the other or the second type of business owner is I've faced up to it and I'm ready to go. So I haven't done it yet, but I've now made the decision. I know that this does not work anymore. I've run all of these numbers. I just can't make it work. I'm going to have to do something. Tell me what to do. So in this lady's case, we sent this lady away from CEO to do a new battle plan or a business plan and come back with a, what does this business or this model need to look like now as a not all cash pay business, but but a, a largely cash pay basis a business. What could we charge? How much are we gonna have to pay? How many staff are you gonna need? And so on and so forth. So the next step was to create a, a budget, a model for that cash business. And then we can start making some decisions. So number three, number three type of practice owner is just done it, right? And this person would be in what I call the turbulence phase. So now we're going through a bit of tech. We've done it. We've started to drop some insurance companies. We've got rid of a few kind of crappy ones. And we've got rid of even one or two big ones that, you know, kind of were holding you back. So I've done it. I've made the decision. And I'm now in the turbulence phase. I've got a few people asking questions. My staff are not quite sure if this is going to work out. Uh, my husband and wife are kind of, or wife are kind of staring at me, wondering if I've made the right decision. I've got patients who are complaining. I've got a few patients who rang up expecting to use insurance. I'm kind of managing. We're doing all right. Actually, we're keeping a lot of them on, but it, it just feels turbulent. It's like it's just everywhere I look. There's somebody asking about why we've done it, and I'm having to justify it. That's the turbulence phase. That I've also got people who are 
currently in that situation right now. And phase four, the fourth type of practice owner, is past the worst and now in this phase. Why didn't I do it sooner? Why didn't I do it sooner? So there's somebody in the seat right now who knows that they should have done it sooner. I'm going to bring all four of these business owners up. I'm going to say it again. See if you can find yourself in it. Frightened to death about making the change, avoiding the day for as long as possible. You're just hoping that this thing's going to go away or you're trying to get through till retirement or a sellout or hopefully some big corporation comes in and buys you, right? That's number one. There'll be a smile on this person's face when we put them on stage, as there always is, because this person who kind of is, you know, avoiding the inevitable has a wry smile on their face because they know it's true. They, they know that it's true and they know they're going to have to do something and they know that they're going to have to move from like 98% insurance even towards 80% in the next 12 to 18 months. And that's all I ever say to people. Let's just make a plan for 12 to 18 months to be at 80%. If we can do that, all of a sudden, everything turns around for you. You're more profitable, you feel better about life and you've got more choices, more opportunity to grow into the next three to five years where 50% could be cash, right? And you could be a true hybrid model business with significantly more profit. So you insurance business owners, just bear that in mind. That's all I ever preach is can we just get you from 95 or 96% to 80% in the next 12 to 18 months? That's kind of what we try to do with any insurance business owners we work with. So over a two, three, four year period, there's this transition or progress, if that's what you prefer, um, that we make. So you're either frightened to death about making the change and you're avoiding the day for as long as possible. But bear in mind, when that person comes on stage, he or she will probably have a big wry smile on their face because they just know that they need to do it. They just don't. Number two, you're faced up to it and you're ready to go. You've done the numbers, you know it doesn't work, and you're now making your first steps, even if it's just the new budget or the new business plan towards this being your business and how it's going to be run imminently. Number three, you've just done it. You've cancelled a few insurances, you've dropped out of Medicare, you've dropped out of some big, crappy, horrible companies that over um, treat you like crap, they're constantly denying and they've always got you on the phone and they're always putting you on hold, etc. You've got rid of those businesses, you're now in what we would call the turbulence phase, right? If the first phase is in denial, right? The first phase is just complete and utter denial. The second phase is acceptance, right? You're ready. In fact, I'm making this up as I go along, I'm writing this shit down because this is coming out on stage. You're in complete denial, right? In the in you know in kind of phase one, then you've got acceptance, right? I I just know that I have to do this, right? There's just no other way, right? Acceptance. I'm literally writing this down. I hope you can hear it. Acceptance. Um, denial comes first. Then I've accepted it. Number three. Number three. I'm in the turbulence phase, right? So I'm going to call that turbulence. It's not regret, I'm just in turbulence now. There's like, oh shit, there's some good stuff happening and there's some awkward stuff happening, right? I've got a little bit of, every now and again, there's a smooth pocket of air and then boom, I get blindsided by a, a rough patch of air and the pilot has to put the seatbelt on, right? That's kind of what it's like when you first drop them. And then number four, what should we call number four, right? If number four is past the worst and now in the, why didn't I do it sooner? Let's call this the, are you ready for this? The joyous phase. I'm 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 rejoicing, right? I'm I'm singing, I'm happy, like the the just the everybody's happy, the flock are happy, we're all rejoicing together, I'm in the joyful phase. And my only regret in the joyful phase is that I should have done the fucking thing much, much sooner. 
And that's that's what we might have to work on a few people with. They're, they're moving from the... We don't want joy to become regret, right? Not regret that you should have done it sooner. Let's just enjoy not having to call insurance companies, not having to be put on hold, not having to face denials, and not having to accept $83 reimbursements, probably less if you're in California or New York, right? These are the four phases. And at PPM, I'm going to create the progress panel, and I'm going to have somebody, at least one person, in all four phases. And I'm going to interview them about how it feels to be in each phase. I'm going to interview somebody in the denial phase, right? And I'm going to try and get them out of it very, very quickly. So if you're listening to this and you want to be on my stage at my event, it'll probably be on the Saturday afternoon. In fact, we'll do it just before the margarita hour. Maybe maybe we should do margarita first, but who knows, right? We'll have the denial phase and we'll have a bottle of margarita ready and we'll have a discussion about why you're in denial. Then we'll get somebody up who's in the acceptance phase who tells you exactly what's caused them to go, I've accepted this, I need to start moving forward. Then I've got the turbulence phase. We'll get somebody up. I think it's going to be Kim uh, who's coming over from California. She's going to talk to you about the, the turbulence phase. However, how much better her life is because of it, the things that she could get rid of, the people she didn't need, the expenses she didn't need, the money that she can now charge, ultimately a smaller business, higher margins and profit and then we'll bring somebody up who's in the joyful phase they've passed through turbulence they're kind of flying over hawaii oh well maybe it's not hawaii bad example at the minute i'm sorry about that another beautiful place right on an ordinary day where it's really nice and there's just like beautiful um clear blue sky and just gorgeous kind of scenery below hawaii typically right much love to people in hawaii after obviously what's been going on recently but just a, a beautiful phase where you just think this is amazing and i've got now eight staff instead of 20 staff or i've got i've just got less hassle the phone's ringing less but i'm making more money and i can kind of go home a bit now and i don't have this big business that i thought i was going to build that just give me loads of headaches and hassles and i've got this much smaller easier business maybe three staff physios two admin a marketing person and i can make a million dollar business and 200 grand profit rather than 18 staff and a 1.8 million dollar business and like loads of hassle and if i'm lucky 50 or 60 grand profit right because that's the reality of what's going on out there guys like and for you cash business owners listening to this like good for you right but there's probably a similar phase that you're in right that like denial there'll be complete denial that you need to market properly because you're relying upon word of mouth and you're relying upon friends and family and you're relying upon some hard work and hustle but the denial is i need to market well, you do need to market, right? Then you need to accept that you need to market and you need to be online and you need a good website presence and you need follow-up and you need somebody to answer the phone and you need to charge the right prices, probably north of $250 if you're in America, 70 75 if you're in the United Kingdom, right? And, and you know, whatever it is in Australia, probably 50% more than your competitors at least, right? We need to accept that. And if you're at the acceptance phase, you've got to come to PPM. Simple as that, right? If you're in complete denial, you probably need to come anywhere, Right? Like, I'll, I'll give you a little shake and what have you. But if you're in the acceptance phase, that you just know you need to start marketing. Now, we want you there, right? We want to help you. We want to give you everything you need to, to grow. But I just thought it would be really, really cool to shine a light on those four different phases. If you're an insurance business owner, you are in one of those four phases. And even if you're in the joyful phase now, well, you're probably now ambition is to grow and scale maybe 50, 30, 20% 
insurance, 80% cash pay. So now we're going to scale a nearly all cash pay business. Well, how are we going to do that? Well, you need a completely different marketing strategy to move it on another level. We need to know about advanced lead generation and how to convert patients, how to speak to them differently, and so on and so forth. You need to hear from other business owners who've added a second and third location, who've got past a million dollars in cash pay clinic, who will be there in the audience at PPM Live. So I wonder who you are, and I wonder where you are. Denial, acceptance, turbulence, or joyful? Um, share this podcast out. I suspect you've got friends who are um, running a business, and they're either in the denial phase. Send them this um, and get them to listen to it. Now, the solution, look, I haven't got it for you on this podcast, and I am suggesting that if you came to the event, of course, we're going to talk about it and, and kind of go deep into these things. But I just think sometimes the purpose of podcasts and the purpose of things like books is not always to solve your problem, right? I don't ever profess to be able to do that from a podcast. But if I can get you to understand what your problem is better, then you begin to start to take the action to solve that problem yourself. And until that happens, there really isn't any progress. Much of what I do, whether it's my books or my podcasts or my videos uh, with my marketing, is to get people to understand the predicament that they're in and then ultimately know that somebody knows where they are and what they're feeling and what they're going through and then move forward with an event or with a program or with a mastermind or a ticket at a seminar, whatever it will be. And by the way, it's exactly the same with you. And this is what gets me. This is what gets me, right? And I might go off on a little rant here. I don't know what I'm going to say, but I'm going to say it anyway. What gets me is is sometimes, um, as you listen to this, I, like I'm talking to you, right, about the predicament you're in and, and trying to get you to identify with who you are and what you know what phase of business you're in. What I'm doing is no different to what you should be doing to patients. Somewhere there is a 65-year-old guy in your town who's in complete denial that he's got back pain complete and utter denial that he needs to do something about it and i put it to you there are more people in denial that that they need to do something than there are who are ready to do something so let's go through this for a patient for you you've got patients who are in denial they just no that's fine it'll go away right oh it's fine it's just my age it'll go away that's just denial then the next phase they've accepted it okay i've got pain i need to do something about it phase three what's turbulence Turbulence is booking an appointment with you, by the way. Turbulence is when I have to get my wallet out, my insurance card, and my credit card to start paying for the thing, and you start sticking your elbow in my back, getting me into stretching in places that I've never stretched since I was, like, eight or nine. Like, now I'm in the turbulence phase. I'm waking up after a session feeling achy, and I've paid $300 for it, wondering what the hell I'm doing and why I'm doing it, and I need to go back how many times? Three times a week? Oh my goodness, this is the turbulence phase. But then after your treatment's over, what do they pass into now? The joyful phase, right? Again, bingo. We're all the same. I keep saying this to anybody. That I hope people do take a little bit of what I say, just a tiny fraction of it. Business is business, life is life, and people are people. Much like I've got clients listening to this who are in denial, they have to accept it, then they've got turbulence, and then they're joyful, right? So have you. What I'm doing is using marketing to identify with you and connect with you on that, that I understand exactly what phase you're in. What I hope you always get from me is, is however I talk to you, whatever I do for you, like that, that's what you have to do for your patients. We have to market to your patients in a way that they understand that you understand them. You've got to do the things that I do, write the books and put the podcasts out. You don't always have to solve people's problems from a podcast or a book. Often it's about just understanding that there is 
a solution out there that somebody gets them that somebody understands them because when they understand that somebody understands them then they want to move forward with you and until you do that people don't move forward and i think that's again a, a lack of understanding about marketing and what it's for marketing really is about empathizing with people um, sharing the knowledge that you have about who they are and where they are and what they really kind of are going through which by the way is not back pain what they're really going through is massive uncertainty they're in denial they're uncertain they, they don't want to face up to it so if i understand that and you don't understand that and all you're talking about is how good your services are well i'm going to get that guy's business i'm going to get that lady's business because she knows that i understand it so i hope that that as you listen to this that's kind of what you know what it's about right and all we're ever trying to do we're just we're trying to grow a business we're trying to connect with people we're trying to help people we're trying to resonate with people when i put the podcasts out when i put the books out when i do the free reports when i do videos it's amazing right how many times somebody will go well, i just want your free information i don't want you to call me so well why not right and and sometimes people take offense to it like the, there'll be certain places or certain people who just it, it, it they think it's rude or it's disrespectful that we're calling them and instead of going well hang on this guy who i listen to his podcast so i kind of must think there's something like something about him that i like or maybe i want to know he puts out these books and he puts out these free reports and he puts out this information and then somebody on his team calls me why would i take offense to that why don't i look at that and go well actually if that's what he's doing to me i wonder if that's what i should do for patients I wonder if I should have the humility to call my patient and say, hey, is there anything else we can do to help you? You obviously like the podcast. You obviously like the video. You like the book. Is there something else that we could do? It, it blows my mind that that's what people would do. I expect and do accept that people do do it. But it blows my mind that people would take offense to a phone call, for example, from my office or accusers of doing whatever or you know, trying to sell them on something. I know we are. We're trying to sell you a ticket to an event to change your life like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people that we've done it for for the last however many years anyway that's a little rant that i have and the point of the the, the story if you like was so that you could find yourself in what i'm doing so that you can do it as well that we make follow-up phone calls because people don't always respond immediately to emails or text messages and sometimes they genuinely have questions about a ticket or a course or in my physio clinic they have questions about the price or how it works like you can't avoid that you can if you think you're above it and you're you know kind of too good for all of that stuff and that's that's the way you are then then fine good for you but i'm not above it i'm not too good for it and um i have no other way that i can find than to kind of pick up the phone and try and speak into somebody and if a couple of people want to say a few things and be a bit rude to my staff which you know you wouldn't believe they do actually um which is quite sad given that you know we're all healthcare professionals and we're all supposed to be really nice warm kind of kind caring empathetical people um anyway that's just a little rant um i won't mention names um of people who do it but i know there's a few people who listen to this podcast who um i've said a few nasty things to my uh, team recently i won't call you out not just yet i'm feeling very very uh, good natured and mild mannered um today but for everybody else most people are absolutely fantastic and it is uh it's a joy to, to pick up the phone and call you and it's the same with your patients there's two or three who don't get the joke there's two or three who don't deserve you and this is what i want you to write down if you th this is a little rant write this down there's two or three patients who don't deserve you right there's two or three people who you're going to call because you've given them a book or you've given them a free report or they've opted in on your website who do not deserve you
They, they don't deserve the time and the respect that you have for people and the ability to, to want to help people. They don't deserve you. They deserve your crappy competitors or somebody else that is as, just as miserable and as negative about life and sour-faced as life as they are, right? But the rest, 95 out of 100 people that you will call are amazingly good people and they respect you and they like it they might be busy they might not answer the phone they might be a bit oh i'm not quite sure who you are at first and there might be a bit of an awkward silence at first but that doesn't mean that they're not really good decent human beings and again my little rant for you is don't let five people spoil the joke for everybody else there will always be five knobheads which is british for idiots there's always five assholes somewhere in every 100 who don't and shouldn't be getting phone calls from your office sadly you do have to call 100 to find out who those five are um to get there never ever let that be a stop to you calling patients and wanting to help them and putting your marketing to good use to find people who need a phone call to ask what else do you need to know before you come and see us it's exactly in all that you're um you know all that you're trying to do and the last thing i wanted to touch on today on the podcast while i've got this in my head is that the idea of good busy good busy and bad busy i've been writing some emails on this over the last few days and uh, just generally what we hear a lot from business owners is um, when it comes to something like ppm right they never argue over the price they never say it's too expensive they never say i can't afford it they never say we, we, we price it perfectly usually around about one patient two by the time you factor everything in so what we basically say is hey this is going to cost you about two patients the flight, the hotel, and the ticket will cost you two patients. I'd be a billion percent certain across four days, you're gonna you're gonna get two patients from the advice that we give you, from the ideas we share, tactics that we you know give you, and just probably a conversation you'll have somebody at the bar. So the price and the value, nobody ever tells us that that's the reason that they're not coming. The reason that they tell us they're not coming is because they're busy. They're busy. It doesn't matter what it is, they're always busy, right? And, and you can never get them to actually tell you what what it is. It's just I'm busy. I'm busy in the office. I've got too much to do. We've got, you know, not enough staff and somebody's quitting. I can't do this because, and, you know, I'm too busy doing this and I have to always be on the phone. And if I'm ever leaving the office, it, it just goes to, to pot. And I said, you know what? Busy is, is admirable in this day and age. And, and it's a cowbell that people wear around their necks. It's a big subject of my next book that's coming out soon. The difference is, though, there's good, busy, good, busy and bad busy. Right, And I think most people are addicted to bad busy, just doing stuff, shuffling paper, not much really happens, picking up the phone, always treating patients, always think that they have to treat patients, always think that they have to respond to staff's emails, always think that they have to answer their phone to staff, always think they have to be contactable, always think that everything has to go through them and everything has to, like, fine if that's what you want, but it's not normal, right? It's, it's common, but it's not normal. And it should never be that way. There is good busy. Good busy, bad busy. Good busy coming to an event i'm sorry i've got to say it. that is good busy finding the time to get to an event to, to network and talk to people and and just learn new ideas re-energize yourself reinvigorate yourself refocus reset yourself if your business could talk here's another one if your business could talk it would probably say get the fuck out of the office and go and figure out some new ways to run it whatever level you're at if your business cares about you it would say get out of the office leave us alone come back re-energized refocused with a spring in your step with a new direction a new view of life and a new view of business and whatever else and it would probably be telling you to do just that and to start figuring out good busy not bad busy how do we get you to be more good busy right well it starts by understanding that bad busy is is bad right like there's good debt and bad debt there's good worry and bad worry 
if I've got good debt, it's probably on a house. If I've got bad debt, it's probably on credit cards, on clothes and crap and holidays that I shouldn't have bought. If I've got good worry, it's because something's appeared on my, my leg and I want to go and get it checked out. If I've got bad worry, it's I'm constantly catastrophizing that everything's going to go wrong all day, every single day. Good worry. Go and do something about it. Right? Bad worry is, oh, life's bad and it's always going to go wrong and everything happens to me when I'm away. Well, if I've got good worry, let's do some good worry and let's look at the business and let's go, well, if, if it does transpire that you think something's going to go wrong before you've gone, what is it? Let's write down what those things are and let's create a little action plan to mitigate those things. You've got two months before the event. So there's good worry. That's good worry, by the way. Before I leave, I'm going to consider two or three things that might go wrong. I'm going to create an action plan, a risk mitigation plan to make sure that they don't. And if they do, here's what happens in my absence. Good worry. Bad worry. Oh, I can't leave the business. Every time I leave the business, something goes wrong. Oh, I just can't leave the business. Oh, I can't leave my family. Oh, I can't leave for the weekend. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do that. I think it's woe betide me, I think the, the, the phrase is. Now, again, right, I'm stressing to you. I care about you. I want you to be successful. And I, I like the, the bullshit of I'm busy. It's the curse. It's the curse, right? And everybody around you is going to go, yes, I know, sympathize with you and empathize with you and all that bollocks, but it's going to keep you stuck because here's what's exactly happened. This time last year, we did PPM Live, the more or less the same week, two weeks earlier, in fact, this time. And people who told us last year that they can't come because they're busy, but they'll come next year, are telling us the exact same thing right now. I'm busy. I'm still busy. I'm still busy. Well, have you made any progress? No, but I'm busy. No, but I'm busy. No, but I'm busy. And it's a thing in your life. This isn't about coming to my event now. It's not about a ticket for my event. It's about you. And, and looking at your life and going, is this definitely the best use of my time? Should I as a business owner be doing this thing? Should I be on the phone? Should I even be treating patients at this point? Should I be posting on social media at this point? Should I be fucking around with a website at this point? Should I be answering the phone? Should I be responding to emails? Should I even have keys for my office? Some of you need to even consider, what on earth have you got keys for your office for? And, and listening to that, you might think that's radical. Well, I'm sorry, it's not. It's nuts that a business owner's got keys to their office. They should not be first in and they should not be last out. That is an old school mindset brought to you or given to you by poor business owners who are tired, who feel that the responsibility to be first in and last out somehow makes them superior or better in the eyes of their staff. I'll tell you exactly what it makes you when you're clocking in at nine o'clock and you're leaving at six o'clock. I'll tell you exactly what it makes you, an employee. And I'm sorry, but didn't you start the business to not be an employee. These are the these are the subtle differences between how the, the people at the level you want to be at think and do. And, and you can call me arrogant, you can call me whatever you want, but I've been around enough people and I've paid my money and I've been to enough events and I've done what I've been told, how to think differently that ultimately leads to behaving differently that ultimately leads to radically different results. You shouldn't be first in and last out. Toss the keys back to your staff immediately. Get rid of your phone. Start telling your staff if they want to ring you, they have to ring your wife or your husband to ask for you. That'll stop them ringing for a fucking answer about a stupid coffee machine or a kettle that's broke or whatever the crap that they call you for when they shouldn't be calling you for these things. You've got you to gotta think differently. You've got to do differently, right? But where do you find all this advice? It's at seminars. It's at marketing events. If you want to be like poor and just kind of follow the crowd then just follow the crowd right just keep being busy 
and keep getting around people who will tell you that it's okay to be busy. Keep getting around people who are equally as time poor. Keep getting around people who will tell you, oh, you know, have you had another hard week? Oh, let's get over the hump on a Wednesday and all that bollocks that people come out with. It's utter crap, drib drab that people like to just push on each other and people accept it. And before you know it, you're talking about the hump and you can't wait till Friday and you're too busy for your own good. And, you know, if it was finishing at seven o'clock, it's now eight o'clock. And if it was getting at eight, it's now seven. And like you're going to take everything on your back to do and, and be and look at the moral compass that you're setting for everybody except you go to the bank at the end of the month and the money that you want isn't there. That's when it gets really fucking serious. And that's when it's really time to start thinking differently about your business and who you are and what you want from your life. If you're too busy, fine. If you're really busy, fine. Right? If there's a funeral on or something that weekend or you're getting married, then, then I get that. But if somebody else is getting married... It's a waste of your time. Come to this event, right? As long as it's not you that's dying that weekend, like even the funeral can be missed, right? As long as it's not you, I, I'm not interested in your excuse, is what I'm saying. If you're not getting married and you're not planning on dying that weekend, I don't really know what excuse you would have not to come to PPM Live. Sort the busy shit out. Get some new strategies for advanced lead generation. Hear from people who are in the different phases of their transition or progress, whichever version of it you prefer, and leave, and this is the most important thing, leave feeling really, really, really good about, are you ready for this? Yourself. Leave feeling really good about yourself, the future of your business, what it holds for you, what changes you can make, positive ones, how different your business can be, how much more profitable it could be, leave feeling really good about yourself. And that's the most important thing about business and about life. It, it just is. If we can optimize you and you genuinely are intent on growing a successful business, and by that I mean you will do things, you will implement things, you will have difficult conversations, you'll do the marketing, you'll hire people, you'll fire people, you'll charge appropriately. If you're intent on doing that, bang, we can put you in a lane and just say, look, let's go. Here's how we're going to do it. So anyway, I've covered a lot on this podcast. We've got different phases that you as a business owner might be in. But equally, the symmetry is the different phases that your patients are in. We've talked about good busy and bad busy. If you're hell-bent on being bad busy for the rest of your life, good for you. If you're hell-bent on being good busy, come and spend some time with me, right? We, we think radically different over here. We don't accept the status quo. And as a result, that's why people get radically different results. And the third and final thing that ultimately, I believe personally, it's about you and your life and you feeling really, really good about yourself, enjoying life and feeling good about it. Is there anything more important than any of those things if there is please write to me and let me know now of course family and all of those things right but really it's easy to take care of your family if you've took care of yourself it's easier to go home on a night and take care of your family if you're energized it's easier to take care of your family if you're present and you're loving your life and you're loving your business not consumed it's easier to take care of your family when you're not going home needing a bottle of wine because you've had such a stressful day do you get my point Self-first is very different from selfish. Just not many people take time to figure it out or have the courage to do it. So anyway, that's it. Rant over. 
hope you enjoyed the podcast check out ppmlive23.com we want to see you we want to see you in person we would love you to be part of this community in person if you like not a kind of virtual uh, listener from the outside so wherever you are if you're in england britain uh in general us uk canada australia new zealand whatever uh, ppm live is for you marcus is going to be there greg crabtree check him out uh, simple numbers straight talk big profits is his book best book on finance i've ever read we've got anil gupta um and we've got the progress panel um amongst other things across the course of the three or four days uh, check out the pre-day it's all about insurance to cash pay success so if this early part of the podcast resonated with you the pre-day you're going to absolutely love because it's 12 15 max i think i said for um, us in a room together to talk through the steps to progress or transition from insurance to cash pay um, success in your life and in your business all right ppmlive23.com or email the team paul at polgoff.com we would love to hear from you. all right have fun thank you for listening to paul Goff's audio experience if your brand new to paul's world head on over to paulsmarketingbook.com where you can get started with his number one best-selling marketing book for physical therapy or if you've been listening to the show for a while, you like what you hear and you think that you could benefit from this type of help to accelerate the growth and profitability of your practice, reach out to Paul's team at paul at paulgoff.com and tell us exactly what you're looking for. And by the way, if you know someone who would benefit from today's show, please share it with them. And if you've got any questions that you want answered, tweet Paul at the Paul Goff using the hashtag AskPG. You can also find all of these details over in today's show notes. All right, until next time, have a wonderful day.